0: humans (laughs) sorry okay those of you that are patrons just saw that carlos just (laughs) hit the mic thing um other than that hi welcome back to can i
1: fake that i'm talking with this one
0: if it makes you feel better it's pretty cool okay also for those of you that are not seeing this um carlos is holding up a mini microphone we could not figure out how to make it work and he's just going to hold it up and pretend like he's talking through it. Yes, sir. Anyways, um, So, yeah, I thought that we were going to have... <laughs> I thought that we were going to have two microphones for this podcast, but we will figure that out on a later date, so... You might hear some background noise because we're both using one microphone and we're sitting literally not even inches apart. We're like on top of each other so we can <laughs> share this mic. Okay, before we start this podcast, I'm going to do a little bit of an intro. We are doing a year later. Woo! Woo! Gosh darn it. What? My camera's going to die. It's already at two. I don't want to like get super in and then it die. I'm just going to let it go as far as I can. Anyways. Okay, so... Yeah, basically, today we're doing a year later, which means basically you all submitted questions via TikTok and Instagram questions about us personally and questions about our relationship one whole year of being married. We're recording this on Thursday, October 20th, and our anniversary is going to be Sunday, the 23rd. Super exciting. So, you guys won't see this. Uh huh. You guys won't see this until the 24th but um yeah i'm really excited we're excited to share with you our full of wisdom <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um we're really excited to share with you all uh things that we've learned personally and things that we've learned as um a couple a married couple for an entire year and how it's grown our and strengthened our relationship and just some things that we've navigated and stuff like that um and i'm really thankful for all of the questions you all submitted so thank you for that do you have anything you want to add
1: no, I'm good. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's another thing too is I just had a really busy day and I wasn't able to actually like go through all the questions and like organize them. So we're really just like free balling it right now. We're just going off a whim.
1: Yeah.
0: Spontaneously, just which I think that's the best because it's not like we're planning for anything. It's like our raw, honest reaction of the questions and our honest response. Yeah. All right. So these first two questions are geared towards me. I'm just going to go ahead and ask them. Also, if you're jingling in the background, that is Bo's collar and also his his paws he he's t- tap dancing on the floor um all right so one of the questions is what made me want to do social media and
1: she was bored of me
0: <laughs> um Social media is not something that I wanted to do, more so something that I felt like that's just the best way to market yourself right now. If you don't have social media, it's really hard to get like your brand or your name out there, things like that. So social media is definitely a tool I wanted to start using. Um, but also I see social media is like, it can be a really scary negative place. And I think that one thing I wanted to do with social media is make it a safe place. So if you are going to be on social media, um, you at least know that you can come to Honey Mindful's page and see, um, the community that's cultivated there and, you know, feel heard, feel loved, feel valued and all those really good things. So That was a big reason why what how I wanted to use Instagram as a tool, Um, and then do you plan on going bigger in your gauges? For those of you that don't know, I have three fourths gauges, which means like three fourths of an inch gauge. That's how big they are right now. I really—it's funny that this question's asked because lately I've been really wanting to size up. (laughs) What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I I heard you
0: itching your beard.
1: Oh, true. feels good um but i mean we talked about it before and i think right now their gauges are like the perfect size to the ratio like to ear to the gauge ratio i think it's like perfect right now i think if she goes maybe i might i might be wrong but i think that if she goes one bigger it's gonna almost gonna be like the gauge is bigger than her ear and I just like this size that there are in right now,
0: which I don't really. I don't see it that way. Like I don't care about the ratio. Um, however, I will say anytime I want to size up, anytime I have the urge to size up, it's always because I'm like craving change. Bo is licking my knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> um,
1: oh, you can see his little
0: his little head. Can you no, see it? Like oh, his... look, <laughs> so cute. Um, but yeah, what I will say is that I, anytime I, I see that I, or I'm, I'm like craving to size up or I'm really wanting to size up, it's always in a time that I'm craving change. Um, so I want, I'm wanting to do it for the wrong reasons. So like dyeing your hair or like spontaneously buying something like, you know, that you shouldn't like, but it's almost like I have like some sort of unmet need um, for change and stuff. And so I know that I'm wanting to size up for the wrong reason. Same thing with any like body modifications, tattoos. I don't think it's wise to um, make that decision when you're, when it's a spontaneous decision. I think it's something that you really need to think about. Um, it's a permanent thing. I, I mean, gauges aren't really like totally permanent. At the size I'm at, they're definitely never going to go back to a normal piercing. So in my head, mm-hmm. it's like whatever. And that's how I can convince myself to do it. But I always know that whenever I want to. It's it's not because I feel peace about it, it's because I actually am lacking I'm lacking peace and I'm craving some sort of like change. And so I choose not to. So I want to, but every time I've wanted to, it's always for the wrong reason. So I haven't done it. And also because Carlos likes the size of their eye right now. So praise God you even like them. Most people are grossed out by them, so I praise God that you you like my lobes.
1: No, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're a part of you and like I think you would look weird without them. Right? No. Yeah.
0: But I mean I've had them since middle school, so it's I don't know. I don't I don't no. literally don't know what life is like with a normal earlobe. <sighs> what is it like? What's it like to have a lobe and in, completely intact? Without a hole.
1: Yes. Feels normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you're funny. Okie dokie. So, who is the snorer, or is there one? Absolutely not. It is not me.
1: No, it is me. Definitely me. Yeah. I mean, I'm a a light sleeper, and I still snore even when I'm, like, not fully sleeping. Yeah, because
0: we just lay down, and you're already snoring. And I'm like, how are you asleep already? And then when Bo and Carlos are snoring... And it's, it's like they're taking turns. Like, Bo snores and then Carlos snores. And then it's like not a single breath without a snore. It's the worst. It's like, Bo. <clears throat> he literally was chewing on the camera stand. Oh, my gosh. He's such a puppy. Anyway. um, But, yeah. So, definitely the snore. Now, if I am, like, sick and I'm, like, exhausted and sick, he's booping the tripod. Mm-hmm.
1: He just wants attention
0: he really does Bo. <laughs> yeah if i'm like sick or something and like i'm knocked out and i'm not feeling good i'll snore i think i've done that like once like when i had covid last yeah, I year i think so yeah yeah i was like snoring
1: but usually i fall asleep before you so i don't hear so i don't know
0: yeah well you i remember you telling me that i was snoring yeah so i think it was when i was sick
1: i only remember the one time
0: yeah but, yeah, you snore every single night. All the time. 25-8. <laughs> what? Like, instead of saying 24-7, it's like 25-8. It's like literally all the time.
1: I've never heard that before.
0: Oh. Shout out to Jay. That's the first time I ever heard it. So, hey, Jay. Yeah. You're probably not listening, but hey, anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so where do you see yourself in five years? What do you envision?
1: You go. Not me five years
0: you are gonna be let me get this right you're gonna be 29
1: 29 wait oh no 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 28. Sorry. 28. <gasps>
0: I'm gonna
1: be that's actually pretty crazy 28 i don't know that's too far to just even think about i mean most likely we're gonna have at least one or two kids
0: yeah i mean we both said that we wanted kids around like 25 i'm 11 months older than carlos and so i think we're gonna do when he's 25
1: most likely yeah
0: and i'm almost 26 so sometime Mm -hmm. around that time so i'd say two years we'll start having kids five years we'll definitely have you know one or two little little chickens
1: yes little botas little human botas running around
0: and hopefully we'll have a house by then
1: hopefully on the track we're on
0: we wouldn't have a house by then
1: (laughs) hey god knows he has a plan
0: he does of course he does but no i mean this apartment's nice it is. anyway so yeah i'd say you know maybe a new car i would i want a new car feeling so badly
1: i mean i can clean mine and give it to you <laughs> put those smelling things that smell like new cars
0: huh, true no but no I, I would love to have like a new car you know I really don't know what I see career-wise. I think I'm still praying for a vision with Honey Be Mindful and where that's supposed to go. Is it supposed to be, you know, in person or is it supposed to be something that's just, you know, cultivated online, Um, trying to navigate that stuff. School, I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's um, in May and I've been dabbling with possibly going to get my master's in clinical mental health counseling. What about you personally?
1: I mean, the only thing that I know is that I'm graduating, what, this fall? Uh-huh.
0: You're yeah. graduating in a couple months.
1: Yeah, with my AA. A. A. So that's exciting for me. I'm not, I don't really look that far into the future, so I'm just focusing on that for now, and that's, like, super exciting for me. Um, I'm proud of you. But other than that, yeah, hopefully, like, professionally, I'll be, like, more like working on something that like i'm actually passionate about by then like like probably fixing and main and stuff so that'll be that would be fun
0: You like to work with your your hands? I do. To manos.
1: Mhm.
0: Hopefully I learn Spanish by then. It's <laughs> a big goal. I really want to learn
1: Spanish. I think you can.
0: I think I can. I think I can do it. You can do it. I can do it.
1: I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. Yeah,
0: five years, I'm going to speak Spanish. And we're going to do a whole podcast in Spanish. Sorry for all you English speakers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, what are some attributes that you guys admire to couples that you look up to? What are some attributes that you guys admire? Oh, okay. So, like, couples that we look up to, what are some attributes that we... Admire. Admire. I almost said acquire. (laughs)
1: i mean i would like <clears throat> for example like my sorry wow that guy is just going off right now on the car i don't know if you can hear oh it. yeah i
0: hear it it's very loud
1: yeah it was going crazy it's very distracting no yeah, it is um but yeah i would say like i've learned a lot of my parents just like their patience um like with three kids and really like struggling so i think i learned a lot of like like patience and how to how to strive for more and how to keep fighting instead of just letting letting the little things get in the way um not just of of being happy but of like the actual marriage and and little things like that and even like getting in the middle of like raising us as kids um i think they did a really good job at like um finding balance even when it was unbalanced because i mean my dad worked two jobs my mom was um all day at work too and then figure it out with three kids how like how to like how to figure all those things out like school, me with sports, my sisters with sports and all that stuff. And and like I think they I mean they, they pushed with everything they had just for us and I think like that's something that I admire a lot. Like the way they they wanted us to be better than they were. I think that's something I definitely admire of them and something that I I hope I can do either as good or better than them. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Mama V and Yes. Poppy C <laughs> <laughs> Um I'd say some attributes that I admire. Well, if we're on parents, I admire um My dad's tenacity and grit and i admire my mom's patience and uh willingness to help did you hear my pee (laughs) (laughs) but i also really admire it's funny because my sister-in-law is the one that asked this question (laughs) Mm. shout out new girl anyway um (laughs) but i actually admire my brother and my sister-in-law I love them very dearly, and um, I admire the way that they...
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay, Bo. Someone woke up from a nap.
0: He really did. Oh, my camera's dying. Brief pause while I change the battery. Okay, back to my thoughts. Um, Bo thinks you're playing. Oh, true. He's about to jump on top of you and ruin this whole gig. Okay, anyways... um, yeah, so I really like up to my brother and my sister in law's relationship because I love how they have such an individual relationship with the Lord. It's very apparent that they like they're both very much individuals as much as they are a couple. And I think that's something that I've always wanted, like I never want to lose my individualistic qualities and lose my individualism, I guess is what I'm talking about. Like whenever people get into relationships, you know how sometimes they like lose a little bit of themselves and they kinda like become like you do become more like your spouse and stuff, but like I don't want to ever lose myself and, you know, being an individual. No, I agree. And I think that comes with having an individual relationship with the Lord. I think that, like, you learn more about, like, yourself and
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you're, you're able to keep your individualism because you're still walking in, like, who God's called you to be specifically, and that's what grows your relationship together.
1: No.
0: So I love that about them. There's probably way more things I could say on this. I'm just not thinking deep enough on it
1: yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of people that we probably admire even when we don't think we admire them just Mm -hmm. for the little things so i mean i think we at least said like the the big stuff that we admire probably like one of the most important people to like to us
0: yeah i think the people that we spend the most time with no yeah yeah i feel like everyone that we like know that isn't a relationship like there's bits and pieces that we take from them with us mm-hmm. um and if i sit here and name it all then you know we'd be we'd be here forever because i just feel like we learn so much from people yeah. are you getting antsy no okay
1: i'm hungry though i'm really hungry I'm hungry
0: yeah we need to like
1: taco bell right now
0: uh, tacos
1: taco bell no i mean taco bell has one of the best tacos out there
0: because it's cats well
1: i don't actually i don't, I don't I mean, it's good as good <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> um but i don't really like tacos but they're tacos. Dor- dorito locos tacos they always hit with the mountain dew probably your not but, eh, maybe i heard something we're all hearing something
0: I love this question. It says, Uh-oh. what is one way you express I love you without saying it? This is good, because I'm going to get to know what you mean when you do something. Like, I'm going to know that that means you, you love me now, that I, maybe I don't know.
1: I'm going to do this. I'm going to switch the question.
0: Oh, my gosh. Of course.
1: Um, what is one way that you notice that I'm loving you without saying it?
0: Uh-uh. No. We got to switch back, though
1: no no. like tell me a way that like you see because i mean there's ways that i see that you're that like that's your way of loving me because you might not think that i i see those little things you know
0: Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think you go first
1: me let me think about it i (laughs) guess i don't want to say like the generic one oh when you cook for me or when you clean the house because i mean like i know that that's a way of you helping me and like showing me that like you care and you love me but Trying to find, like, a like a good one. Okay, like, the other day, on the weekend, like, um, usually, like, um, Lexi takes Bo out for, for his morning walk and his lunch walk during the week, and then I do all, like, most of the walks on the weekend. But last week, on Saturday, um, since I was working, she actually got up early with me and, like... Told me to not walk bow, well, and she made me breakfast, and she made me coffee, and like, honestly, that that really made my whole day. Like, just starting my day like that, and even just waking up and and being able to wake with her, like wake up with her, it just changes my whole morning. Like, it was actually like really sweet and really nice, and like it it made me want like it made me excited to go to work instead of just kind of like uh, I don't really want to go to work. So, aww what did you say It's a good way that I changed it.
0: Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> Let me think. Hmm. You are my consistency. Just the fact that you get up every single day and you go to work and you allow me to have flexibility with my own job schedule and quitting a job and starting a job and navigating these weird waters of having a job and being an adult and all these things and like you wake up every single morning and you, you know put on your clothes and you go to work and you you do the things and you just like i don't know i just see your grit and i see how you never give up and how you're just always consistent and i know that i can always count on you where i feel like i'm a little everywhere for you to count on me <laughs> but um i feel like you can get on me in different areas but i feel like no. that's something i know that i'm always gonna have like a safe place to come home to um and I think that's something that you've always given me. You've never made it to where I come home and I feel like I have to like protect myself like but you've always just made it like a safe place for me. Um like not just being home like physically, but also just like you, you know, being yourself. But yeah, I don't know. You're extremely consistent and that's how I know that you love me because I think that your love for me is what motivates you to be consistent every single day. Um and so I see that you love me because you wanna wake up every single morning and take care of me and you know make sure that there's food on the table and provide for me not just financially but protection and making it a safe place for me emotionally. You give me my emotional stability that I need. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I think that's one way a couple ways how I know you say I love you without actually saying it.
1: That's really good. You're Thank
0: sacrificial. You. Yeah, I see it every day.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: What is the one habit you didn't know you had until you got married? Putting your clothes away.
1: Well, not putting my clothes away.
0: Oh yeah. You have a habit of, but you kind of had that before married, being married. You used to never put your clothes away.
1: Yeah, I used to have a bunk bed, so I would just throw it over the top. <laughs>
0: So, I guess that's not, like, after you're married. But it's one thing, yeah. one habit you didn't know you had until you got married.
1: Well, one, I mean, I kind of knew that I had it, but I it didn't really hit me until, like, we got married. It um, was, like, um, and it's funny because today I was talking about it with Carson. Um, but I used to literally wake up on the weekends. Like, I would wake up. I wouldn't even get up off the bed or anything. And I would crawl towards my TV where my consoles were, grab my PlayStation controller, lay right back, and turn it on. And just I would may probably wake up around ten, and just play till like around twelve. Then get up, um, wash my face, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, and then go back to playing until my parents told me that I had to like help around the house or something. So like. I notice that because sometimes like I'll wake up in the morning and like I'll, I'll have that kind of strange feeling that I like I just want to wake up and go to the like the console and just play but I mean now it's different and honestly well it hasn't been hard to like get away and it wasn't hard at all to get away from it because like now I wake up with you and it's like super fun like I we wake up and, and now we have a dog so I have to take him out. So I think that's a good habit that I got away from because I mean I don't think it's healthy for me to literally wake up at 10 instead of waking up, brushing my teeth and go to eat and then come back. I would just stay in bed until 12 or 1 playing. Mm-hmm. so. So yeah, I think that was one habit that that I noticed that I what, what that yeah, I, I, I guess... habit that I had that I d- didn't notice until we got married yeah
0: okay that makes sense i see the question now because in my head i'm like maybe i developed it as we were married but i guess it's a habit that was already there that we didn't realize until marriage okay so i had a habit of i don't know if i'm gonna say it so i didn't know i had this habit until i got married but i used to like if i already took a shower earlier but i went out and did something i would just come home and i would go to bed i would change my clothes but i would go to bed. And I wouldn't take another shower even after I had been out. Um, And that was some...
1: But it wasn't like you were out sweating or, like...
0: Mm, I don't know. Sometimes, like, when I would come home from worship, I wouldn't take a shower.
1: True. But you don't really sweat that much. And you're inside. But, yeah, I I understand.
0: Yeah. Either way, I would go out. I mean, obviously, if I worked out, I would take a shower. Like, Mm -hmm. if I worked out in the evening or something like that. And, like... But yeah, like if I already took a shower earlier on that day and I go out and then I come back home, I would just like change my clothes and go to bed. But I didn't realize like that, I don't know. So like when we got married, Carlos was like, no, I'd appreciate it if you would like take a shower every night before bed. Like, especially if you've gone out or something like that. But like now it's like, even if I was home all day, I'll still take a shower before bed. Like Mm -hmm. I've gotten into a new habit. But I guess I didn't realize like, I I mean, is that really a habit, though? Like, I guess now I have a habit of it because I didn't have a habit of it before, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had the habit of not doing it. So, I mean, now you changed it after we got married. But you probably didn't realize that you had that habit back then.
0: I'm trying to think of something that, like, you've noticed in me, like, oh, why do you do that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to think of something that you've questioned. Like, why do you do that?
1: I feel like we never really had that many. Why do you do that?
0: Except for the paper towels. When we first moved paper in,
1: uh... we
0: in our old apart, op- our like first apartment, we I put the paper towels in one spot and he put them in another spot, and I was like, well, how'd they get there? And then I put them back in my spot, and then he put them back in his <laughs> spot, and I was like, okay, we need to communicate because I'm realizing like. It was him moving it. And <laughs> we mm-hmm. both thought that both places were better. And I think we weren't really realizing that each of us were moving it. We were just kind of like, How'd you end up there? And then we would move it back. <laughs> I mean,
1: I knew that you were moving it, but i would just moved it back.
0: Well, I, the second time is when I realized, like, Oh, that's probably Carlos. But like in my yeah. head, the first time I was like, hmm, how'd they get there? Like yeah. maybe you moved it to clean and then you like didn't put them back or something. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that's not really a habit though, but just kind of something funny. <laughs> Okay, so these, I think, are kind of deep. Let me look at the ones on TikTok and see if we can hit those ones last and then hit TikTok first. (laughs) Does being married complicate or simplify working through mental health struggles?
1: I think it makes it easier when we're actually... (laughs) Goodness. (laughs) When we are actually... um, When we're actually working through it together. um, Because... I think like like I feel like recently I had a struggle or something, but I couldn't really identify it for what it was, and like since I couldn't really identify it for it what for what it was, I wasn't able to communicate to you as well as i I would have if if we like if like i could I could have identified it and like told you like, oh, this is like a struggle that I have, so I feel like it's just a matter of like really listening and like being there for each other and and being able to understand and like even if it sounds weird like when when you're married like you're you're one so you have to understand like that no matter even if it sounds mean like sometimes like we just don't know how to communicate well and we have to like just give space and then get back to it and try to resolve it um but but yeah, I think it it's definitely a mix. But it comes if there's good communication or not. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it's definitely gonna simplify it because we're both in one page. We both know. But sometimes there's struggles that we don't even know that they're there. So we can't even I can't even tell you that that's my struggle. So then if something happens and it kind of like snaps something on me, then like the trigger, like, yeah, like you a don't trigger, you, you know. don't know
0: where or why you're being exactly. triggered but exactly. you're triggered and you react instead mm-hmm. of respond. And then it's like, you can say something hurtful, but neither one of us really knew where that came from.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think it's a mix of both. And I think, but I think at the end of the day, it will help us simplify. Cause once you identify that trigger, even if it made it complicated for a second, once you guys identify, identify that trigger and come together and walk and, and like work through it, it's going to simplify it at the end. So at the end, it's always going to be simplified, but it's a matter of being able to communicate and bring it together and find the root and all that kind of fun stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. The reason it simplifies it is only if you can see that they're... I think if if you're fighting for each other, if you can see that... You are not the enemy. Like, if I see that you're not the enemy, you see that I'm not the enemy, and we remember to fight for each other, you're gonna look for the why behind your spouse getting triggered. So, like, I can tell when you're triggered because you'll say something you don't mean, or you'll say something in a way that's like not as caring as usual. And I'm like, okay, I think you're triggered by something. What triggered you? and why did you respond that way and so i think it's like or react that way so i think it has to do with are you fighting for your significant other or are you fighting against your significant other and if you can fight for them you're always your knee-jerk reaction is gonna look for the why behind what just happened instead of taking it personally of course things can hurt and it's okay to take it personally especially if it's like a jab at you or something like that like yeah it's like hey that's not okay but Let's look and see why this just happened. And like, I think when you look to fight for each other instead of against each other, you're going to look more for those triggers for the person that's having the, you know, mental breakdown. (laughs) You're (laughs) going to want to look for them. Like you're going to help them through it and see that they're triggered, you know, trying to take it personally and try and be on mission for each other. So I definitely think that it can simplify it. But it can be complex for the simple fact that you really can't think about yourself. So, yeah, you have to look out for each other and stuff like that. But it's complicated because when you do just want to have a moment, you're having a moment on the person that means the most to you. So it's mm-hmm. like you letting go means that you're not creating a safe place for your significant other because you just want to let loose and, you know, have a moment and freak out. Um, And there's a way to do that. There's a way to work through um, those feelings, those complicated emotions, those traumas, those triggers. There's a way to do it um, where it won't hurt your significant other. Um, And you guys can do it together and work through it together. So I think it's complicated for the simple fact that you actually can no longer think for yourself. Like when I was going through therapy, when I was single or when we were, or not single, but when we were dating or like engaged, it was easier to navigate those things because I was able to remove myself go to my room go to my house be away from you especially if it had to do with like a a past relationship or like damage in that area I was able to not be around you so it didn't trigger you or anything like that and I was able to just feel my feelings all by myself however when you're like this still goes for dating but in general like when you're married you have to go home to that person even if you're triggered or something like that like you have to be around that person 24 7 so I think it's like your ability to not think about yourself and think about your relationship while having a mental breakdown and being triggered makes it a little bit more complicated because you really can't just think about yourself. You have to think about, you know, because it's not just about you anymore. You are one with your spouse. So that I think that's really important. That's what makes it kind of complicated is that you can't just work through it alone. You have to remember that you'll you'll never be alone again. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, I think that's why it's complicated, and I think the way it can be, it simplifies it if you're fighting for each other. Otherwise, it's just all complicated and it's all a mess if you're not fighting for each other. (laughs) That That's a good question. I feel like a
1: -hmm. lot of people,
0: you know, when you have triggers and stuff and you and your spouse don't fight for each other, then your spouse becomes the trigger. And then they were like, replace the trigger because mm-hmm. you guys aren't working through it together. And so you're triggered by something that they do or say, and you don't communicate that. They're just going to keep doing it. And then instead of it being the root, then your spouse is going to take the place of that trigger. And then your spouse is just going to be the one that's triggering you. And that's really dangerous. Um, so good question. It's good to fight for each other um what can you share about how two different people with different careers and callings support each other in their life's ministry how can we support each other when we have when we're two individuals we're two different callings or two different career paths we're two different individuals trying to live the same not the same life but like we're trying to live in the same world um how do we support each other
1: I think the main thing there... Wait, um, correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be answering the wrong thing, but um, what I feel like, what the question is, is just being yourself. Just understanding that that you two are, like, the two people are always different. There's no two that are the same. Um, and understanding that and, and, and loving that, um, not just about yourself, but about the other person. It's gonna help to to be able to be there for that other person while they're going through the, through their careers, while they're walking through their callings, while they're um, figuring out their life. Because if we try to be like like one and another, like it might actually clash. Like usually, how they say opposites attract. Um, so I feel like it's just a matter of being yourself, being genuine, and being and just. Just knowing what, like, to to not, not to not budge for what you feel you should do, but like, to go for it full force and never let anybody, just tell you that you can't do it. I mean, there's you gotta always try, you gotta always fight for it. Um. So, yeah, did I did I answer that right? A little bit. A little bit.
0: A little bit. Yeah. Learn, yeah. Where, where did I go off? I just think that you're trying to encourage people to be their individualistic self which is great but it's like how do you support me when i do something that's totally different from you and i think that it goes with um kind of the last question that it's not about you it's not about you it's about you too mm-hmm. and if you're seeing someone like if i love you i'm going to love every aspect of you and i'm going to see it not as a Necessarily, like a difference in a bad way with a bad connotation, but I'm gonna see it as something that can complement me. Mm -hmm. So, though it's different from me, it complements me. So, I really think it's about perspective. Like, how do you see how they do things differently? Because I know in the beginning, like, I was serving like a crackhead, I was super involved. And, like, you didn't really have a lot of friends in the church. Like, you did, but you weren't as close. Like, mm. I was meeting with a lot of students, and you weren't meeting with really any students. And, like, you yes. would kind of serve, but, like, I would be there day in and day out. You would serve on a team. I would be leading a team.
1: Mm. And I
0: know in the beginning, I always thought, like, you know, you need to serve more. You need to meet with students outside of just serving. And, like, I thought that, you know, I was, like I had my moment where I was, like, you know, this is right for me, it should be right for you. But no, mm-hmm. what's right for me isn't right for you, you know? No. I mean, it could be. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like, I noticed that your differences in the way that you lead a life worthy of your calling is different from me. I saw it as something that complements me and actually brings out something greater in me that I didn't even know. You bring out the weakness in me. And you're making it stronger. And same thing with you. It's like your weakness. I can make it stronger and balance Mm -hmm. you out and compliment you with our differences. So I think you can support your significant other or your spouse when, or this can even go for friendships. Like Mm -hmm. when people change and grow, like, I think it's important to know that it's like, it's not really about you. Like if that's what's good for them, then it's like, you know, by all means, that's great. Like you have to see it as something that's complimenting you and celebrate your differences instead of thinking there's something wrong with it what was the most difficult thing to adapt to living together for the first time (laughs) (laughs) i know mine you take your time your sweet time i love when i know that i have somewhere to go i get there i freaking get there I get in the car, I go. I put on my shoes, I'm out. I get there. Oh, you get there. I get there. But it's like, I don't even know how it can take someone so long to get on socks and shoes. I've never in my life (laughs) seen someone take that long. I literally will be just about to get ready and I'll be like, he'll only have to put socks and shoes on. And I'm like, all right, you know, go ahead and start making your way to put your socks and shoes on (laughs) because it takes you like five minutes to just put socks exactly. and shoes like on
1: five minutes no
0: i literally throw my socks throw my shoes <clears throat> i'm out the door like i i you that's another thing though That's do
1: thing, you throw shoes around
0: <laughs> but that's the thing i feel like that's a difference that's really grown on me like i feel like i've learned a lot from it i've learned a lot of patience i've learned i have learned patience because i've been forced to
1: but <laughs> hey, we gotta kidding. learn sometimes <laughs>
0: But yeah, I think that was, um, that was actually, I think that was, there really wasn't anything hard or difficult. That's literally, as silly as it sounds, I'm thankful that that is the hardest thing, you know, because I feel like it was just so natural. It was so seamless. Um, But I would say the hardest thing to adapt to was how slow you are, like, patient. But it's slow. Like, almost like, no care in the world. We'll get there when we get there. Like, yeah. It's definitely been a conversation of ours. But, um, yeah, that, I think that was... That's probably the hardest thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. If My it, opinion
0: is probably the hardest thing for you.
1: If it's important, I'll get there. when I have to get there. But if it's not mm, important...
0: I was concerned you weren't even going to make it on time to the wedding.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was there. I mean... The night before the wedding, I was supposed to be there. at What time? Like
0: You were... I mean, you didn't really have to be there at any time. Oh, well, yeah, but... But, like, I mean, 8 p.m. 8
1: p.m., yeah. I, I got there at the hotel around... I think it was a little bit later than midnight. And But, I mean, that, that was kind of fun, not gonna lie. It was with my, with my, um, my groomsman and my best man, so... It was a fun time, and, I mean, ended the night eating McDonald's before the wedding, so... No, nah, that was that was that was fun.
0: No, that would have stressed me out.
1: I wasn't. That's the thing. I wasn't stressed at all.
0: I was at the hotel by two p.m. <laughs> Checked in, hanging out with my girls, ready to have a fun night, and we were yeah. in bed by like eleven. <laughs> yeah,
1: but what was the question? I forgot.
0: Uh, what was the most difficult thing to adapt to living together for the first time? So mine was how incredibly patient you are.
1: This one's going to sound stupid. Oh, my God. But it wasn't that difficult once, I, like, I started. But apparently I brushed my teeth like a gorilla. <laughs> I can't say that it's not true. I can't say that it's not true. I, it, I'm i rough with it. Um, but, but, yeah, I think that was hard because, like, I don't know. I just – I literally <laughs> – like – Now, I think I take about seven minutes, so I've gone down, but before I was, like, ten minutes, just, but it's a mix of, like, washing my face, brushing my teeth, and...
0: But the noises you make! How?
1: I just, I I guess I learned it from my dad, I don't know, I... Uh Uh-oh, shout-out to Poppy C. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know, because... I'm pretty sure we make kind of the same noises. The worst is when I choke on myself, and then I'm like doing the the weird face, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> so.
0: But what are you possibly doing in there that could cause you to have, like? <laughs>
1: to I'm just. I mean, I'm getting everything up to down here. Like, I'm I'm making sure that by the time I get I leave the house, I have zero boogers, <laughs> zero congestion, and. And then my teeth are nice and clean, and I have a good smelling breath. But yeah, so that was. You kinda...
0: sound like you're emptying your body.
1: Probably, I mean, at that point <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, I think, it, and it was just difficult because first off, because not gonna lie, I was a little bit ashamed of it. You know, like.
0: Well, not ashamed. You were a little embarrassed.
1: Embarrassed. Okay, yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, that's a correct word. I was a little embarrassed because I mean. And she she heard me before we were even married doing it. And that's when she said it. Like, she was like, what do you do in the bathroom? Um, but I think, like, I think, like, once we got married, like, I was like, okay, I got to slow down. I got to be a little bit more low-key about it. I mean, I still do my loud noises. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I at least lowered it to, like, seven minutes before. It was, like, a whole ten minutes, sometimes even more. It's
0: like a whole process.
1: It is. I mean, I have it. Have it down to a T. Oh, I had it again. But yeah, I think that was one of the most difficult things. But I think I think I think I'm doing better.
0: Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I just think it's funny.
1: I went from an, a gorilla to an orangutan now. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll go down to a chimpanzee by the end of the year.
0: But what's funny now is our apartment. We have our sink. Okay, it's super weird, but we have a bathroom that has the toilet. Like we okay i we don't have the master bedroom because carlos is just a sweetie pie and let me use the master bedroom for my office which has the best lighting it's absolutely gorgeous in there absolutely love it so yeah thank you for that but um something that the other bedroom has which praise god we have two bedrooms like that's cool um but the bedroom that we're in the bathroom has the tub and the toilet and there's a door But inside the bedroom, like where our bed is, there's a little corner and the sink is chilling in the bedroom with us. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. No. But so now, like in the morning, it's not like he can go into another room and close the door. Like at our old apartment, it was like he closed the bedroom door, then Mm -hmm. walked into the bathroom and closed that door. So I was able to like stay asleep. Now that whole routine of emptying out your body is happening live in the room in the bed that i'm in like
1: oh okay so here we go so i went from a gorilla in, at my parents house to an orangutan where we used to live because there was at least two doors but now that there's no separation i have to be a champion see about it so, so yeah. but
0: you sound worse than a gorilla at this point because it's so much, like, I'm closer to it.
1: Yeah. But I'm, I'm still being a chimpanzee. Yeah. Believe me, you don't want to hear the gorilla full full there. That That's pretty rough. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Okay. So we have a couple more questions left. These are from TikTok. Um, TikTok. If, <laughs> if you could go back to any time you shared together and just live in that moment forever, what would it be?
1: I would say for a like... That's the thing. I wouldn't like to live in that moment, cause I'm not next to you. But one of my favorite moments was seeing you walk down the aisle. And even to this day, like we we've been part of some weddings, and like I get to like see you walk down the aisle, cause we we've been like part of it. Um, like we're like groomsmen or bridesmaids. Oh well, I'm not a bridesmaid, but I'm a groomsman You're a bridesmaid of of the party that's getting married, but. Every time I see you walking down that aisle, it's like like the first time I saw you walking down the aisle for my boy, like for our wedding. So, I think like that's that's a moment. That's a moment. <laughs> that's a moment that I I'd really enjoy and like every time it's there. It's like I I just wouldn't give that up for anything. Like just being able to like see your beautiful face coming down that aisle and that gorgeous dress like that was. I mean that that was something else. I I can't even explain it, though.
0: No. Oh my god! No. So I don't I don't
1: want to get stuck there because I'm I can't physically touch her, but definitely one of my favorite moments and like something I I would always want to like I'll always remember that. No.
0: I think a moment that i would want to stay in forever is our first morning together Mm. like waking up gosh (laughs) literally waking up and seeing you next to me and it's like a bright brand new day first of all i barely slept that night like literally you were out like a light snoring the whole nine and i was getting up i was walking around i went to the bathroom with several times i was just like I couldn't believe that i was having a sleepover with my husband like
1: Mm. it was
0: the weirdest thing like for those of you that don't know um we didn't live together didn't you know we were pure before the altar um and yeah so our being married was our first everything Mm. and that night was absolutely just waking up the next morning and seeing you i literally was like we just got married like you attend weddings and like you're just like oh yeah you know but like when it's yours it's like hard to believe that it's actually yours like yeah i don't know it's like it's something that you think real. about yeah it's like something you think about but then it's like oh this is actually happening to me like it's mm-hmm. just the weirdest wildest thing like you think everyone's showing up for someone else but then it's like you're the one walking down the aisle and you're like oh they're here for me mm-hmm. <laughs> but like stuff like that but like i don't know it was just so cool it was like i literally felt like my life had just completely switched to the next season <laughs> like it was like whoa like episode one season whatever it was such a cool feeling and i feel like having that first morning feeling like waking up and seeing you for the first time like as my husband that feeling i could have over and over again and live with it
1: yeah
0: it was just such a cool such a cool thing and we had like traveled together but like we had an experience like waking up in the same bed and like Mm -hmm. seeing you and like i would you know freshen up a little bit on our vacations. I'd be like, mm, I'm not going to let you see me. <laughs> but even our first morning, like, I didn't feel insecure with no makeup on. Like, that was the first. It was like everything mm-hmm. in me just switched, and I was so comfortable in front of you. Crazy. Just, like, within a, m- a second. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say that one. Um, oh, this is kind of related to that. So, what is your favorite moment from your wedding? You can each mm-hmm. pick one or answer as a couple. i say we just each pick one.
1: Well, I already told mine. Oh. No. Yeah.
0: True. I guess walking down the aisle. Mine, I would say, was probably, honestly, I think communion.
1: Yeah, communion was really, was really nice.
0: Yeah. I think that was my absolute favorite. It was like we were both just worshiping together, mm-hmm. about to become one. We hadn't kissed yet. Yeah. We just finished our vows. I don't even think we put the rings on yet.
1: Wait, Vowels oh, wait, or vowels? <laughs> vowels. I meant <made> vows. <laughs> I was it's like, like we each finish our vowels. I was like,
0: a e i o u, baby. I was
1: pretty close <laughs> to vows, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not vowels. Look
0: at you teaching me English. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, it was like just the two of us. We had just finished like t- saying our vows. Um. Mm-hmm oh my gosh Bo just stay in one spot buddy right? oh my goodness but we're having an interruption yeah. interruption that's what it is okay. from our hairy friend Bo um, but yeah so I'd say that was just so powerful like the anticipation mm-hmm. of like not kissing you yet like nothing's happened yet we were so close to becoming one and we just had a powerful moment of just like worshipping together and like you know it's kind of like honoring our last moments single technically single
1: yeah.
0: um and giving that to the lord and that's how we sealed our last moment of singleness before we became one mm. and i think that was probably my favorite there's i literally loved our wedding every part was just so incredibly fun yeah just even driving away it was kind of like what the heck just happened but it's like that i think was the most that was like the climax of it it was like whoa what's about <laughs> to happen you know so yeah. cool
1: yeah, I would add to, like, what I said of, like, seeing you down the aisle. Just seeing you coming down the aisle and knowing, like...
0: Why are you holding the mic as a cigarette?
1: Um, But just seeing, seeing Lexi walk down the aisle and knowing the... Like, knowing that my closest friends and Lexi's closest friends are with us in it, like just just knowing that to my left i have all my groomsmen and my best mans like because i had to um like (laughs) just just there for me and like or for us like i think that like that and just seeing all the people around like i think like when i was in that position having um pastor tom like right beside me like it was just like it like i i felt so secure and i felt i felt like i mean i definitely felt the holy spirit and like i felt so much joy and i could see that everybody was so happy for us like i I just i don't know like it it was it was definitely like one of my favorite moments just because the atmosphere yeah like the the whole atmosphere like it was just it was like if everybody was for once in the same page while we're all in the same room like it was like i don't know it was definitely yeah that's true
0: it was like like the air was like still Mm -hmm. like it was actually it was like a moment for like like the holy spirit was in that room oh yeah like he was filling that venue like it was like everyone was just like like there was so much love there was Mm -hmm. so many emotions like but it was all so beautiful i can't i wouldn't be able to explain it in a single word oh my gosh say hi to bo
1: hello there's her friend
0: (laughs) making all the noise (laughs) in the (laughs)
1: back look at him look at him Stealing the show. So cute. Oh,
0: big yawn.
1: Any words, about? That's good enough.
0: <laughs> we need to feed him. He's good probably enough. hungry.
1: I'm starving.
0: I am so hungry. I had breakfast and a coffee. And Lord knows pff, that coffee is making me jittery and I feel like a butt sack. Anyway. Okay, last question.
1: Last question. And we
0: are outie. Um, I wish I didn't say that. I feel like my cool status just went down like two notches. Okay,
1: about three. <sighs> in, just kidding just getting.
0: All right. How different would your lives be if you hadn't? Oh, this is a great question to end on. How different would your lives be if you had never met? And do you think y'all <laughs> would feel empty but not know why?
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: I love that.
1: hundred percent. I mean.
0: Shout out um, to Nammi Leah on TikTok.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I've talked with Lexi and one of my, like, right after high school, I was planning on going to the Air Force. Um, and, I th- and I quite honestly believe that if it wasn't for her, I would probably would have gone. And the reason why I wanted to go to the Air Force is because I just wanted to, like, kind of, like, disappear. I just wanted to just go away and find myself and find my life and try to figure out by myself which is definitely not the right way to do it um so definitely i would have had that emptiness in me um so so really glad that i didn't make that decision just cause and i actually let god lead me and, and follow the holy spirit and. And here I am with my beautiful wife and this beautiful kid right here, <laughs> Harry, um, Harry friend. Yeah, our Harry friend. And like, if it wasn't for that, I yeah definitely would have been empty, would have been lost. I don't even know how my relationship with God would have been because I think, and yeah, I think like when we started getting together, I think that's when like I actually like my my relationship with God actually got better. So. So definitely my life would have been completely different. Where are you going, sir? Okay, you want to say some words? I'm
0: trying to speak into the mic. What do
1: you got, Bo? What are you doing?
0: Okay, so... Oh, easy. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely think... I love that question so much. So I definitely feel like I wouldn't... I don't really know where I would be Mm. if I would have never, you know met you because we that's the thing everyone assumes we met at church but we actually met in high school Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you right now I definitely would have had that feeling of emptiness and not know why because when I first saw you I kid you not I don't want to like over spiritualize this and I really want this to be like you know this is just my story and you know everyone's story is different so um please don't compare yourself but Um, When I first saw him, he was a new kid. He came from Puerto Rico. And as soon as he walked into my first period in 11th grade, as soon as I saw him, I'm telling you, there was something that was pulling me towards him. I, I kid you not, I was like, I have to know this kid. There was something about him that I was like... I don't know why. I feel like I have to know him. He hadn't even gone to church. Like, we lived completely separate Mm -hmm. lives, didn't know anything about each other. And I didn't even, well, I knew his name because the teacher said it. But, like, I legit knew nothing about him. But all I knew is that I needed to get to know him. I tried stalking all, like, Instagram. The more he showed up to class and when he joined the um, volleyball team, that's when I was, like, I started stalking the volleyball team on Instagram. And I was, like, I have to figure out who this kid is. Like, thank God he didn't have social media. I would have prematurely... Birth something and it would have just been awful out of just pure teenage hormones but um yeah so I know for a fact that he really is the only he was my missing piece um he was the piece that God designed a specific hole inside my heart to be fulfilled by him um and if it wasn't for you you know I I would have an emptiness and I would be probably wandering through my life. I mean, God you know, fills every hole in every void, but at the same time, mm-hmm. he designed certain holes to be filled. Yeah. Um, and I think that you were definitely one of them, one of those holes. You were like the biggest piece. You're literally my other half. <laughs> you complete my personality, my characteristics. You complete everything about me. Um, it's like everything in my life, all my characteristics, all had like a little slice missing. And as soon as you came into my life, you you saturated those parts of me. You saturated my character. You saturated my emotions. Like it's like everything that was black and gray, the way that they were before you, it's like it became saturated with color as soon as you came into my life. And now that we're one, I just feel like it's like amplified. I know. It's like as if we took drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bo is freaking out. We finished all of our questions. And he just
1: wants attention. We need to feed Someone him. Can. We
0: need to feed ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but what I really appreciate... <laughs> hey. I really appreciate all you all submitting all these questions. Those were absolutely yes. amazing questions. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed answering them. They made us think deeper. I think they made us yep. closer just answering them. <laughs> um, Always fun yeah super fun time so i really appreciate you all you all are absolutely amazing human beings i'm so glad he's doing this at the end like praise god he mm, waited no. well, um, well, see. but yeah i look forward to adding carlos onto our podcast a lot more and um hey. i really want to do like funny episodes with him because he's very like not serious and he's I'm just, like
1: serious what are you talking about
0: <laughs> but um yeah so I want to do some fun stuff like that and include him more at least once a month. I was going to do that, and then we ended up moving to this apartment, and like so many chaotic things happened. But, yeah, I appreciate you all. I love you all. You are the bee's knees. Um, And, yeah, if there's anything you take from this podcast, number one, remember to not compare your life. Number two, that you are loved, you are valued, you are seen, you are heard – And your life is worth living. You have so much purpose. And I'm so thankful that you're here and that you showed up. Um, And that's really all I have for you. I have nothing else. Do you have anything else to add?
1: Not really. I don't know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the family. And I'll see you guys on the next one.
0: Yeah. See you in the next one.